Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Good morning, Steelers Nation, and welcome for the ninth and final time over the last three weeks here to the UPMC Rooney Sports Complex. It's the Steelers Blitz on SNR, live on location for the final day of minicamp practice here as the Pittsburgh Steelers wrap up phase three of the 2022 offseason. Wesley Euler, Arthur Motes, Yins already know the drill, but I like to think we've probably picked up some new listeners along the way here throughout OTAs and minicamp. So for those of you who are unfamiliar, he is Arthur Motes. I'm Wesley Euler. Between the two of us here on the show, we've got a decade of NFL experience and a really good head of hair. Hey, hey, hey. It's up to Yins to figure out the rest, but what you should know by now you knuckleheads, is if you want to get involved with the show, you've got us for three hours here, a bonus hour from Mr. Rooney's Backyard. And if you've got questions, you've got comments, maybe you've just got some concerns or some reactions, we will take those as the show rolls along on Twitter, at Wesley Euler, at DaBody52. DaBody. That is where you get at us if you want to get involved with today's program. Arthur Motes, how we doing, cousin? Remember when we were talking about how yesterday was a critical day? and the development, how when you're so close to the end, yet you're not all the way there. Mm. And now you have to make sure you're focused. Make sure that you're working to improve your skill. You're not being complacent. You're not thinking of where you could be going once everything ends. Uh, maybe vacation. Yes, maybe, yes. maybe you're like Alex Highsmith and you've got a, a wedding and a honeymoon coming down the line here. Remember we were talking about that senior-itis feeling. Oh, yeah, buddy. How plenty of people, especially in our demographic that tune into the show, they have at least experienced senioritis, or they're familiar with the concept in some capacity. Can I tell you uh, a joke that my mom used to make? I would love to hear it. My senior year of, of high school, when someone would bring up senioritis or when I would bring up senioritis, or you know, maybe my grandma would be like, ah, he's just got senioritis, mm -hmm. my mom would always say, senioritis? He's had that since the seventh grade. Oh, see? Yeah, I can dig it. I like it. I like it. But with that being the case, though, baby, I think yours truly has seen your-itis, baby. Yes, yeah. indeed. I woke up this morning. I said, oh, no, today is not the day. It is not the day. So, yes, I, uh, I'm i here. I'm present, but I have checked And out. accounted for? I, I'm, I'm, I'm present. I wouldn't say I'm accounted for, but I'm present. Okay. <laughs> It's but, like the last day of school out here, Arthur Motes. I mean, literally and figuratively. I mean, it's the last day of school for me and my kids. You know, I woke them up this morning. Oh. And I said, oh. I said, see, me and Tim, it's the last time I got to wake up at 6.20 a.m. God bless. Go back to sleep and then get back up at 6.45 a.m. You said, it's the last time I got to do this? God bless. Oh, man. It hit a little different, but it was a lot harder. 
because I knew it was the last day. I started. I woke up. I was like, man, you know what? Do I really got to get up? It's the last day. I mean, I didn't got up all these other days. Do I got to get up today? And then I thought about what Coach Tom would always say. Moats, choose once. And I was like, well, what you mean choose once? Well, if you're going to decide to be a great player, mm-hmm. decide once. Don't keep going back and forth. Oh, you want to be a great player today? Tomorrow you don't want to be a good player. Oh, I'll, I'll be average this day. Oh, no, 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 no. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna real work really hard today. I, I, I mean, best shape I've ever been in my life. Just choose once. I don't need you doing that up and down hippity hop stuff. So, I got to thinking about that, and I remember at the beginning of the school year, I said, you know what? I'm committed to this thing. I'm gonna wake up every single morning, and I'm gonna make sure I give them positive words, affirmation, hugs, kisses, all that type of stuff, right? And dad, I was like, Dad of the year, baby. And I was like, Oh no. I was like, Oh no. Am I trying to talk myself into deciding multiple times here? <laughs> and I just kept hearing his voice ring in my ear. Choose once, folks. Choose once. I don't want you choosing multiple times. He's don't gonna, keep telling he's me. Gonna, he's going to get in your ear when he comes out oh, here. Oh, for a fact. It, I, I know. In, in I know. about 20 minutes. I know. He can't, we, we can't help ourselves. <laughs> it's that type of relationship that we have. But ultimately, I was like, you know, let me go and get on up. And then I had to decide about coming out here. And I was like, you know what? We already decided. I'm not going to decide twice. So that's why we were here. We were here early. And, yeah, we are ready for Another day. Uh, we are. First Our, rule of getting better is showing up, and we've showed up. First rule of getting better is showing up. Uh, we, Like I mentioned, this is day nine of nine of our live OTAs and minicamp coverage here on SNR. I guess perspective is it could have been 12 of 12. Yeah. Or maybe even 13 of 13, low key. Well, then, then you'd really be cooking with something. Yeah. Nine out of nine. We had two weeks of OTA practices live down here on the south side. Now a week of minicamp. This is our final day broadcasting live here on location on SNR uh, with Mozi and I and the Steelers Blitz from 10 to 1. And then, of course, with Dale Lolly and Matt Williamson from 1 until 4 with The Drive. You're getting bonus hours of each show because that's just how we do it this time of year. Uh, starting next week, we'll go back to our regularly scheduled programming um, I believe Dale and Matt, I don't know exactly when, but I, I believe they're doing three shows a week as well. Motsi and I will be back to Monday, Wednesday, Friday, except for this coming Monday. Hey, hey, hey. Because we'll be on the links, baby. You best believe it. The McGuire Memorial Golf Outing. Tease it up with Arthur Motes, Let's and I'm on the guest go. list once again. They said, run it back, big fella. We had a lot of fun. I said, okay, well, let's do it only if my main man Wes can come. So you know what, Motes, now that I'm thinking about this? What's the word? This is our last show for six days. It is. And then it'll be uh, put my feet up. I'm gonna do six days, relaxing. then we got a one and done. <laughs> and, by, uh, <laughs> and by putting my feet up and relaxing, I mean my wife's going to have me doing a million things with the move and the new house and oh, this and that. Oh, man, come on now. That, that's relaxation right there. You know you love that, man. Uh, my poor you, back is screaming already. You wake up already. every morning and say, man, I can't wait to do all the heavy lifting. I want to do all this super dad of the year, big man, ha- husband, house stuff, man. <laughs> I, I can dig it, man. I respect your hustle. Oh. I'm a lazier dude than you. You know, I told you I didn't want to do new baby M. Actually, bro. Now that I think about it, mm-hmm. I did the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. What is wrong with us? See, that's the problem. I just, I, what you, is I've wrong been, with I've been us? modeling my life after Arthur Motes' path. The, 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 and the, the I, more I, I choose, I choose, I chose poorly here. Just think about this, Wes. The more me and you hang out, the more me and you talk, the more we learn more about each other. We have a ton of similarities we going do. on. A ton of similarities. We do. Because now that you're saying this about having a uh, uh, little, little Olivia and moving at the same time, mm-hmm. when I had gray hair. 20, uh, 2015. Okay. The exact same concept. Literally, it was we were in a townhouse, and because we were having gray, wifey was like, hey, I don't want to have gray in this small house. I want to be moved into the nice spot and already have the nursery set up. So 
I literally did everything in like a two-week span. And as Gray's being born, I'm still having to do the back and forth driving the car because, oh, with a close move, you don't have to get a big U-Haul truck. No, no, we'll just make a couple of trips. And every couple of trips turned into like a couple of hours of just extra box on box on box yep. with the newborn. Yes, yo, why did we do that again? Why, why would we do stuff like that? Who, who thinks of these things, man? We got to plan on having kids better, man. We got to do better, bro. We do. Yeah. Because yeah. that definitely sucked. I remember that. And then having to go to work. I re- oh, Wes. Oh, I feel for you, bro. I feel for you. Yeah, not the smartest. But you know what? We're going to get through it. But you, hey, like, man, you you built for it, though. I'm built for You're it. You're definitely built for Some it. Some might say I'm just built different. Yes. Final day. <laughs> I see you old school. You know, ah. it's about them 30 and up models, man. It, well, it you know, a little different. You, you younger kids, you don't know what it was like back in my day. Come on, man. We walk into school uphill both ways. And we couldn't even walk forward. We had to walk backwards. Yep. Talk about a quad burn. Yep, just one shoe. Yep, never it, could, and never could skip leg day either. Snowing in the middle of May. Come on, man. You know, snowing in the middle of September. Did I tell you about that earthquake that we had to avoid with an avalanche? Okay. <laughs> oh, Mozi. I tell you what, it's gonna be a uh, it's gonna be an interesting one down here on the south side today. Tell me about the the mentality, right? That's in the locker room right now. Is the guys are preparing for walkthroughs, right? And then they'll and then they'll have a little time off, and then it'll be full practice this afternoon. What's the What's the mentality on this last day? Is it a lot of people just crawling to the finish line? Is it, okay, maybe you get an extra pep in your step because you are finally at the finish line and you're like, all right, you know what, I want to go. Maybe yesterday I was dragging a little bit, but this is really it. I want to go out on a strong note. You know, one of those, you know, you you don't want to end on a poor performance type things and have that bad taste in your mouth for the the next few weeks, you know, for the next, what, month and a half before you get out to Latrobe. What's the the mentality like, you know, just just a few – few hundred feet behind us in the Steelers locker room. And it's multifaceted, honestly. Um, You're going to have the guys in there that got chewed out this morning because they had lapses in their performances yesterday. Mm. They had maybe a little bit of what you were talking about, right? Oh, man, I don't want to have to get it in like I needed to yesterday, but I'm going to really get it today. You're getting pissed off because the coaching staff are getting on you. They're critiquing you. They're using you as an example to motivate the guys for today. You see this guy right here? This is what happens when you take it easy. This is what happens when you think, you know, the work is done. The hay is in the barn. You think you don't have to work. Now look at this rub. Now he can't get that back. How are we supposed to be beating this team if you can't even do this right? So now those players are going to be pissed off. They're going to come out here fired up, ready to go, prove a point, right? Finish strong. You're going to have the guys that observe that, and they're going to say, hey, you know what? I'm going to match that intensity. I'm going to make sure I come out here and I'm ready to finish strong. Yeah. So that's that's one part of it. Yeah. Then you're going to have the other group where they're the energy guys. They're trying to, you know, just spark some fun, whether that be guys talking smack. Hey, man, you know, y'all, hey, we kicked y'all butt all over to right, right. mini camp. Well, y'all trash on that side of the ball, man. Yeah, hey, y'all need to take some extra time this offseason. show off, up today? Y'all need to take some extra time this offseason, bro, because we don't know them dog walls, y'all, every single day. Have you caught a pass? Have you caught a pass at all this OTA, bro? This mini camp, man? I mean, like, I, I'm not talking about your coach. I'm talking about, like, you know, when we are here 11 on 11, like, you got that going on in there as well, right? So you're going to get that, and that's going to give guys juice because now you're coming out here fired up, like, all right, let's get after it. Then you got the other ones that's trying to just be purely the cancer of the group solely for the, the, the pleasure of it. The devil's advocate, maybe? Hey, hey bro. Man, we almost out of here, man. I heard Coach T going to cancel the practice. Ah, <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, hey. You know he always do that team building day? Maybe that's today. Today is the day. The, the buses is around the corner. I already heard it. You, you start planting that scene. Everybody's like, what for real? It's like, yo, just, hey, but you can't say that. Don't tell nobody. But but I heard Jack, who's the head security guy here. Hey, I heard Jack say, uh, 
Yeah, buses are they, out back. Hey, they, got them, they got them hiding down. They, see, they got the reservation at David Buster's, bro. Check it out. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Shh, don't say nothing, though, because if you say something, he, he might change his mind. Mm. And so you just start playing that because it gives you guys hope. It's like, oh, man. And then you, it's that mind game of, dude, is he really? Nah, he ain't. Is he? Maybe? I don't know. Ah. I heard practice getting cut early today. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So mm-hmm. you got those guys in there, sure. like I said, who, who, sure. who just being butts just trying to the start, Trying butched. to stir Absolutely. things up a little bit. Absolutely. Yeah. And then you're going to have that last percentile. Of guys that are officially checked out. And they're like, bro, I have nothing for you today. I'm here, but I am not here. I'm leaving for vacation yes. this weekend. I'm going they, back to we, my hometown this weekend. You know weekend. what we would say? We would say, hey, yo, get your foot out the parking lot because okay? you're already gone. You, your foot's in the parking lot. The car is packed. It's warmed up. It's, it's turned on. It's certain places when you come out here for this day, you already know, hey, yo, his car, he, he didn't turn the car off, okay? The car is packed up. It's gas. He left it running, yep. all right? That's where yep. he's at. And you yep. can tell. You can definitely oh. tell. You can definitely tell. So. <laughs> In 2019 here, right? Yeah. Um, I was doing a show with Williamson one day. Like, I think, because you and I were doing a show, Tunch and Wolf were doing a show, and Dale and Matt were doing a show. I think we each had two hours. You know, instead of the, the three and three, I think we were doing two, two, two. Yes. Um, and Dale, like, needed a, an hour. I think that's what it was. Like, I was just covering for Dale for an hour right. or something like that, doing an hour with Williamson. And James Conner came and, and sat down with us here at the SNR table during that time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we, we talked to him about everything going on out there. And then, and then Williamson says to him, he goes, yeah, hey, James, you know, you got, you know, you got six weeks here between this and the start of, of, of training camp. You know, you got any plans for the summer? What, what you got? <laughs> James Conner goes, actually, as uh, soon as we get out of here today, I'm, I'm, I'm heading back up to Erie for the I'm next few <laughs> he's like He's like me and the family, you know, he's like, we, we, rented, we rented a little lake house up there. He's like, we got we got a bunch of people coming out. He's like, I'm out of here. I'm heading up to Erie. <laughs> so you're right. I mean, those guys do have that. They've got those plans where dude, they, I mean, dude. this is vacation time. As no, soon no, as no, this but is ch- over. check it out. I've had guys where we say, okay, the practice starts at 12. We know it's a two-hour practice. Mm-hmm. So we're done at 2. Mm-hmm. I've had guys have a four o'clock four o'clock flight. flight yep. Booked. Oh, you better, I'm get, like, through those, you better bro, get through those what? tunnels quick. You better get through those. I'm tunnels like, you quick. did what? <laughs> they say, yo, but it's a three thirty. I'm gonna try to get on that one. <laughs> this, this you is have, t- you, gotta, you better have chitty chitty bang bang I, to get a, to listen, fly listen, over the tunnels listen, over listen. there. I cannot make this up. These are true stories. <laughs> My man said, yo, practice over at 2. Man, I got a 4 o'clock flight, but I might hop on this 3.30 if I get there fast enough. This is the mindset for some <laughs> when you talk about this last day. And that's and that's just not here in Pittsburgh. No, that's everywhere. That, that's everywhere. Yeah. Buffalo, here, AZ, it does not matter. Everywhere man. in like, between. Yep. Th- you're going to have a faction that that's their mentality, man. Bro, where are you going? I'm yeah. going back to the crib. Where are bro, you going? I'm, I'm going, going to, to Europe. Island, where are you bro? going? I'm, I'm, going, oh, to the, oh, I'm going to the oh, Caribbean. Man. I'm going to Florida. I'm oh, going to Cali. Oh. So it, it's always a funny thing. And, and the coaching staff, they understand it's because some of the coaches, they have plans as well because sure. they've been on the grind. Think about it. Oh. When the season ended, they had to go out there and start recruiting. I mean, not recruiting, but scouting. Scouting. They yep. were on pro the days, pro day combine. combine circuit. So they haven't even had that quote-unquote break. This is their time to step away to get away as well. The next six weeks is really like the yeah. only time of the year that the NFL goes quiet. Yeah, and, and typically the way it is for us as players, and you heard Alex Heisman have talked about this, you want to go as soon as OTAs and minicamp finishes so that way you have the full three to four weeks leading to up into training camp. Yeah. You don't want to take that vacation, take that week off right before camp starts because it throws off your body's rhythm. It throws off your conditioning. Even though you're still working out, it's not going to be the same as when you're here and you're actually like – training training right so 
that's why you that's why guys are trying to maximize that time. So that's why everybody wants to wherever we're going, you book a flight for the as soon as the day is done, as soon as the work is done, let's here. go. So that way we can get as much time as we I can, can with our family. Two, I can take two weeks easy. Yeah. And then I've got still three, four weeks so, to get so myself up. ready. Right. Yeah. Because it's nothing worse than you taking that break right before or a week or two weeks before the season uh, the the training camp period starts and now when you're already having to get your body acclimated with pads, and that's already difficult in its own right, you're on top of that as, trying it's to – It's going to be hot as Hades right, out there. But you're on top of that trying to get that week of cardio, get that week back in your system, and it's just it's, – it, it adds just another element that's unnecessary. So that's why even us as veterans, like, we would communicate that with the younger players. Even me, when I came in as a rookie, that was communicated like, to hey, me. Like, hey, get your rest Yo, now, but you then ramp take it a back up. Yeah, because they're like, you yeah. need to take you a do. break. Yeah, you do, yeah. You need to let your body yeah. reset a little bit. And, and, and mentally as well, because these four weeks, four, well, three weeks for us, because obviously we cut down a week. Sure. But four weeks for everyone else globally, because a lot of teams are starting minicamp next, next week. Next week, yep. But with that being the case, man, this is a, a grind. I mean, this it is every day. Is. You, you go from nothing since the season – to full-fledged meetings, practices, film sets, walkthroughs, workouts. So that's a lot on you mentally. And this is supposed to be your dress rehearsal, supposed to be your preparation for training camp in the season and the grind that's going to be coming with that. So in that context, this is that time where they tell you, hey, man, take some time. Relax. Because if you don't now, you're gonna and you'll burn out. You're not going to have a chance again until January or February. But that's how you burn out, and especially when you're talking about rookies. Yep. DeMarvin Leal, George Pickens, Kenny Pickett. These are guys that played late into the year. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, and then played in senior then, bowls absolutely. and then had combine and stuff then, and, and then, then pro day stuff. And then stuff rookie and mini camp, then OTAs, then veteran mini camp. So it's it like for stops. those guys, like, hey, man, take some time. Yeah. Those guys legitimately, like, 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 they've literally. been going full speed for yes. a year now. Yeah, so literally close your playbook, close the film, just take some time Unplug away from it, man. You, yeah. yeah. And, and this is what we were talking about yesterday when we said the difference between like guys that are just crazy hard workers and guys that are skilled. They're they're developing skill. A hard worker doesn't take that time off. They're just, I, keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going. I'm gonna keep watching, I'm keep working out. And it's like those are the guys that their body breaks down. Those are the guys that mentally they get burnt out. Those are the guys that there is just harder for them. Yeah, they hit that wall. Whereas when you talk about the guys that did take some time, and you don't have to take it, and, and it could be a couple of days. It doesn't always have to be a seven day, 14 day, but you have to take some time off. You have to do that to mentally be where you need to be for this grind that's coming up. And the guys that listen, they thrive and they're able to push through it. The guys that don't, you see it. You, you can feel them being burnt out. You can see their body breaking down in some capacity. So it is always important to balance that rest element of it. I think of what it's like for me, and now, you know, you've been on the other side for a couple of years. You know this, too. Everybody out there who takes a, you know, a vacation, let's say a beach vacation every summer, right, or whatever you mm-hmm. might do, you know how it is when you come back to mm-hmm. work, right? You you have that week, you have that 10 days, whatever it is, some people two weeks, where you just sit on the beach yeah. and you hang with the fam and you're eating good and you're drinking good. You're living your best life. You're player, living player. your best life and you're out in the sun and you're relaxing and you maybe you're up a little bit late, you know, things like that, not getting as much sleep as you normally do because you're having fun with the family and spending time at the beach and all these different things. You know what it's like going back to work on Monday. Mm-hmm. You're dragging. 
I'm dragging. Don't nobody want to go back to work on and Monday. All, and all I have to do is, you know, sit in a studio or sit here at the UPMC Rooney Sports Complex in Mr. AKA, Rooney's backyard. A.K.A. the most beautiful place in all of Pittsburgh. And talking to a microphone, right? For, for some people, all you got to do is, like, you know, go go back to your office or, or whatever it yeah. might be. But you still know after a week of vacation what that feeling is like. Everybody knows what I'm talking about here. Yeah. Now imagine that if your job was physical in nature. Absolutely. <laughs> you know? It's a game changer. It's a legitimate <laughs> it's, game it's, changer, man. It, it's something certainly that you got to be cognizant of, and that as Motsi's done a good job of outlining um, that these guys are, and that's you know that's yeah. where you have the veterans getting in the young guys' ear, and you know that that whole showing them the ropes thing. Those are uh, are some of the ropes that they are learning here throughout OTAs and minicamp. Arthur Motes, Wesley Euler, it's the Steelers Blitz on SNR. When we come back here on the other side, another wide receiver in the National Football League, as the kids would say, Arthur Motes secured the bag. Hey, major bag alert. What does this mean for the Steelers as it relates to Deontay Johnson and just the wide receiver market as a whole? We will discuss when we return. You know where to get at us on Twitter if you want to get involved with the show. we got a few tweets rolling in already. Uh, questions, comments, concerns, reactions, get at us on the Twitter.com. It's the Steelers Blitz live at Minicamp, our final day here on the South Side. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of it. Like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. SNR. Back at the UPMC Rooney Sports Complex for our final day of minicamp coverage here on the south side of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania at the Steelers practice facility. Wesley Euler, Arthur Motzen is the Steelers Blitz on SNR, you got us until 1 o'clock. Then Dale, Lolly, and Matt Williamson will take over from 1 until 4. And thus will conclude phase three of the offseason for your Pittsburgh Steelers. Two weeks of mini, or two weeks of OTAs, then minicamp, and then things will go a little quiet until we all uh, are reunited out in Latrobe at the end of July. July 26th, players report. 27th, First day of practice open to the public. Now, of course, as Arthur Motes and I told you, the pads don't go on until early August, all right? So if you're wanting to see a little action, you know, if you bout that action, boss. Uh-oh. It, July. Hear, he, he, you know my man. Is he talking about that action? July on, 27th, man. 28th, 29th, you know, the ramp-up phase. I mean, hey, it'll be a lot of fun out there at Latrobe still, and you'll get to see a lot of cool stuff. But if you're about that action, that action will really start. Come on now. In early August when man, the pads go on. Man, you almost brought a smile on my face. You're making me think about my dog now, man. Hold on now. No beast mode. Oof. You know what he going to do. <laughs> okay now. Okay now. Arthur Motes and I are about that action out here in Mr. Rooney's backyard. You know, Motsy, I say there that things 
will go quiet-ish, you know, for the Steelers over, over the next six weeks or so. One thing that still could um, be a story Uh-oh. could pop up dun, that, dun, dun. that we might even potentially get a resolution to. Hey, hey. I'm talking, of course, about Deontay Johnson's uh, ongoing contract negotiations and situation with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Deontay obviously was not here for the first week of OTAs. That uh, news has all been dissected and everything already was here for week two, is, is obviously here for, for mandatory minicamp because, like Marshawn Lynch, he ain't getting fined. Um, but, you know, we, we know that the situation is still at a little fluid. Uh, yes, it is fluid. It's at a little bit of a standstill, maybe you might say. Deontay is here. Deontay is participating. New information. But you know? he, he, he also is, you know, is wanting that new contract in the process. As well. well. That's compensation, yes. Yes, compensation. Good way to put it there. Well, Motsi, you know, one of the things that you and I have, have discussed as it relates to this this Deontay Johnson um, contract, like I don't, even th- I don't even think dispute is the right thing to, to label it as. Yeah, it's just a it's contract a, situation. 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 Yeah. Um, is we've been monitoring with this the wide receiver market, which has gone crazy this offseason. It's a little bit like the housing market. In uh, in you know, in Western Pennsylvania right now, Motsi, you know, you you might want that house right there for five hundred thousand dollars. Well, you better get ready to bid five. Man, you rich, rich, bro. You better you better get ready to bid five forty on that thing because that's the way the market's going right now. You 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 know, this that's how you could tell you eat Pizza Hut every day growing up. Three hundred thousand dollar house. You better have three. You better have three thirty in cash to put down. Three hundred thousand. Oh man, you only shop at Whole Foods, man. Golly. All right, I, 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 oh man, it's kind of like you know, it's kind of <laughs> like gas prices right now, Arthur. Oh it's man, just, you know, wide receiver markets through the roof. Oh man, I, I know for you, you you got to pay that that high price. You know, you ain't like a regular folk. Oh yeah, you were on that ninety three. Oh premium. yeah, jeez, right. I'm on that Sidney Crosby. <laughs> That that eighty seven or nothing, baby. <laughs> the wide receiver market has obviously it's been hitting. This this offseason, oh, as, yes as has, some man. might say, uh, good players getting paid like great players, woo! great players getting paid like Hall of Fame players, baby. You are not Talk lying. About it. Um, Christian Kirk, AJ Brown, Stephon Diggs, Tyreek Hill, Devontae Adams, Allen Robinson, uh, Brandon Cooks, DJ Moore, Chris Godwin, Mike Williams. Am I forgetting anybody else? Oh yeah, Cooper Cup. Can't forget him. Who just signed a massive extension. Bag alert. Major bag alert. And he is coming off of a, uh, a major season where he was the NFL Offensive Player of the Year, where he he was a Super Bowl MVP, right? Yes, he was. Yes, he was. Uh, he was Triple a, crown winner as well. He, triple crown winner, Super Bowl MVP. I mean, that you know that that final drive, particularly in the Super Bowl, a lot of what him and Stafford did throughout the playoffs will will be remembered for a long time. But I think particularly that final drive, the Rams are trailing, and my goodness, everybody in the stadium, everybody watching at home, knew every single snap where Matthew Stafford was going, and him and Cooper Cup were still able uh, to work their way down the field and, and score the touchdown. Obviously, and then the Rams' defense would would shut the door to secure that victory. Um, he had a phenomenal year last year, and, and he got rewarded for it yesterday. All in all, Cooper Cup, three-year, $80 million extension. $75 million of that is guaranteed. It's worth up to $110 million with some bonuses, you know, if he were to win Offensive Player of the Year again, those type of He's things. Again. <laughs> again. Again. Five years now uh, he'll be with the Rams through the 2026 season. So, you And know, he's still underpaid. 
it, you could certainly argue that. I mean, you could argue that Aaron Donald is is underpaid mm -hmm. as well too in the context of things, despite yep. the Rams agreeing to pay those two a combined two hundred and five million dollars. AD is highest paid uh, highest paid defender now though. Highest paid defender or highest paid nine quarterback. He has Excuse surpassed T.J. Watt. Yeah. Yes, highest paid nine quarterback um, again. And in that context, he's broken the bank. You know, you and I have also talked about, we've kind of laughed. We, we were talking about um, how Aaron Donald is on the same deal that uh, Buddy Heald signed in the NBA. Cooper Cup, ain't. And when you when you compare Buddy Heald in the context of his league to Aaron Donald in the context of his league. I forgot who they said Cooper Cup was compared to, but it was another similar guy. It not to uh, like a Buddy Heald. Not oh. Steph Curry or LeBron James. Oh, no, or, no, no. It was like. Oh my goodness! Who was this guy? He was mid grade at best, <laughs> but yes, dude, it was bad. I'm like, oh, Cooper Cup, this level of a player, and it's like, oh, that's that would be his comparison. Tobias Harris. T that's who it was, and I was like, man, we're not putting Tobias Harris impact and productivity in any conversation of a Cooper Cup, man. This is nuts, man. I also can can we real quick before we get back in this how this all relates to Deontay Johnson and how the Steelers might go about. Uh, business here in, in an inflated wide receiver market. Is the salary cap real, Arthur Motes? No, it definitely is. Are you sure? Because the way the Rams have operated the last few years, I don't know. They spend. It's a cash league. I mean, and this is the thing, man. When you hear people talk about the cash that you can spend versus the, uh, the cap, right? Think of the cap as, yes, we have this figure, but you can operate with a heavy influx of cash. And that's what the Rams do. So you notice everything is big signing bonus, a lot of upfront mm -hmm. money, and then they disperse everything else over the duration, right? Whether that was Gurley's contract, whether that was Golf's contract, whatever it was, they're going to spread it out. And they can offset each and every year. So, hey, if I bring in a new guy, I really want him, I'm going to spend this cash. I'm going to give you big sign I'm going to give you that upfront money because it doesn't hurt me for that year. Hmm. So they just take it in every year. That's their approach. They keep kicking the can down, and they just never gotten caught holding that bag because – the most important players for them, the guys who are paid like that, continue to produce when you're talking about Aaron Donald. When you look at a Jalen Ramsey out there, and to an extent now even Matt St uh, Stafford and Cooper Cup to yeah. an extent, right? Yeah. All the guys that they've decided to pay have really, you know, lived up to that. So as long as you operate with the heavy cash up front, the heavy signing bonus, and those guys produce, you can live with it. The problem is if you pay them guys and they get hurt. You pay them guys and they don't produce. Now you're stuck. Now you're yes. with that bag in your hand. Yes. And ultimately for them, they've been fortunate. They really haven't had any of those incidents happen. So that's how it works. But, yes, the salary cap is real, but it's just a different approach. We are never that type of aggressive. We're going to pay you all this type of money to big name outside of here players. We don't operate like that. We're way more conservative in our approach and how we spend. But that's just what the Rams have been doing. And ultimately, you know, if it falls in a Donald, Aaron Donald doesn't work out, a Ramsey doesn't work out, or one of these guys doesn't work out, well, yeah, you talk about two years down the line, three years down the line. Then you're handcuffed. Now you're like, bro, what is this? Yeah. But right now they're living in the moment. And if you take it in a live in the moment way, you can make it work. And that's what you they're doing. You certainly can. But it's hard to, like – sustain it if one of those guys don't live up. And, to one, be fair, and that's the thing. They've hit on all those big moves. They have. Right? They have. They definitely have. I mean, Jalen Ramsey was a great addition. Matthew Stafford was a great addition. They obviously organically, you know, through the draft, Aaron yeah. Donald and Cooper Cup and um, 
I believe did they draft Robert Woods as well too? Uh, no, no, no. Woods was in Buffalo, but Woods was Woods, in Buffalo. they signed right. they signed Woods in a transitional phase for him, and then yes. that's like when they gave him yeah, yeah, and then they gave him the extension afterwards. They they obviously you know they were cerebral in the sense of the Cincinnati Bengals thought Andrew Whitworth was done. L.A. said, nah, this guy can still play, brought him in at left yeah. tackle, and he was a huge anchor on that offensive line. So, yeah, they have they have taken some big risks, and, and they have, you know, they've hit on, on just about every single one of those, and that's how you end up, what, you know, making it to two Super Bowls yeah. in, in four years and, and winning one of those things. But like you said, you have to hit on it. The you, team, you I mean, to. it's other teams that have tried that approach. Or else you can be the Cowboys. Right. And you can be in salary cap hell and have nothing to show for it. Yeah, because it's like, oh, yeah, man. Jerry Jones, he's rich. Just buy whoever. But it's like yeah, you got to get the right work. players. They have to produce. Yes, they yeah, do. If they're not producing, it doesn't matter. Absolutely. And that's the, that's the thing right now, man. But they've been very fortunate, man. They've been extremely fortunate in terms of the guys that they've hit on in the draft because Aaron Donald was a draft pick he for them. For the St. Louis Rams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. About to say, so they've hit on certain players with that. Yes. So they've given away a lot of draft picks, but the ones that they've kept, they have, they've, they've done they've what they've hit, needed yeah. to do. I mean, even Jared Goff and Todd Gurley. It's like they point. served their purpose when they when they were here when they brought them in. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, and, and like I said, it works. But you have to just you got to hit on the guys that you're going to pay like that. But you can do it. You definitely can. So should the Steelers do it with Deontay Johnson? And how does that compare to? Because you know, I we went through mm-hmm. Cooper Cup and AJ Brown and Stephon Diggs and Tyreek right. Hill and Devontae Adams and some of these Allen Robinson guys that have gotten nice contracts this season. Debo Samuel's still wanting re-upped. DK Metcalf is in a bit of a holdout situation right now. Terry McLaurin once paid in our nation's capital. And, of course, Deontay Johnson here in Pittsburgh. What could that look like? How should the Steelers be influenced by everything else that's going on? We'll discuss all of that when we return on the other side. To close out the 10 o'clock hour, you got thoughts on the Deontay Johnson um, contract situation, on everything that's transpired with the wide receiver market, get at us on Twitter, at Wesley Euler, at TheBody52. That is where we will get take uh, get to your questions, comments, concerns, and reactions. He is Arthur Motes. I'm Wesley Euler. It's the Steelers Blitz live at the final day of minicamp in Mr. Rooney's backyard. Don't go anywhere. Our coverage continues next right here on SNR. Wrapping up the first hour of the Steelers Blitz here live in Mr. Rooney's backyard for our ongoing OTA and mini camp coverage. If you've been rocking and rolling with us this whole way, this is week number three, uh, practice number nine here in phase three for the Pittsburgh Steelers. And today will be the day. Kind of feels like a little bit like the last day of school in some sense uh, because the Steelers will depart for about six weeks until they all reunite uh, out in Latrobe at the end of July, the 26th will be the player report date there for the Steelers. So if you can, you know, you do the math in your head, that's about about six weeks or so, give or take a few days from now uh, when, of course, they will uh, get training camp 2022 started in uh, at the, on the campus of St. Vincent College for the first time since 2019 after holding it at Heinz Field the past two seasons due to COVID and the pandemic. Arthur Motes, Wesley Euler with you here. You've got us until 1 o'clock. Dale Lally and Matt Williamson will take over uh, from then, and you'll have three hours of the drive until 4 p.m. They'll be joined by a Steeler, maybe two after practice, as they always are. Arthur Motes and I will have Brian Backo on the show of the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette in our final hour of the program. Motesy, though, to close out this hour to kind of – um, come full circle with this conversation. You know, we talked about a lot of the big wide receivers uh, that have been paid already and how even some of the, you know, the guys that we think are good players uh, getting paid great money. 
there's still four, I think, big dominoes to fall in this conversation. Cooper Cup was a huge one, mm -hmm. especially coming off the year that he had last year. Um, Debo Samuel, DK Metcalf, Terry McLaurin, and of course our very own Deontay Johnson. Let, let me start here with you on this. How should the Steelers proceed here? Um, because, you know, you and I a lot this time last year, we were discussing how, hey, you better hurry up and pay T.J. Watt because yesterday's price is not today's price. That is the truth. And you know what? I We don't like to uh, to pat ourselves on the back or toot our own horns very often, but, buddy, were we ever right on that mm -hmm. one? Because imagine if you were trying to pay T.J. Watt now mm -hmm. coming off of Defensive Player of the Year and a 22-and-a-half sack season – when, especially when you just saw what Aaron Donald just got paid as well, too. That price would be even higher right now if the Steelers were trying to get that done with TJ. Now, we obviously know, too, as, as Mike Tomlin likes to say, um, you know, TJ's visiting us from another planet. He's not from here. He's a little bit different, that guy. It is. And he I, definitely while is. We, while we all think Deontay Johnson's a good player, I don't know if we share in that same sentiment about Deontay Johnson. So, so let's start there. If you're Omar Khan and company, right, and you're kind of the in the driver's seat for this decision-making process, are you trying to get him locked up now to a deal that might look favorable a year from now? Are you um, letting this season play out and then going from there? Or maybe are you in the back of your mind already thinking, you know what, it's just the, the, the price in that market right now is just not worth it in terms of team building and how you allocate your money. What are your kind of, you know, your initial thoughts as we as we broach this conversation here, you know, now the second week in June. Yeah, I mean, it's a lot to unpack with that. First off, when you think about the market right now. It's wild. And based on his productivity, based on his Pro Bowl, based on how he stacks up to those guys, he's very much in a $20 million range. He is. Now, when you talk about the comfort level in which the Steelers might have – and paying him $20 million per year, that could be a disconnect. When you talk about the guaranteed money part of it, that could be a disconnect. So once again, you're like, man, well, I know the market says that 20 is going to be the bare minimal. Right. 20 is the floor now. Like that's the starting that's, point that's, in the negotiation. Right. So yeah. regardless of how much we may not have wanted to pay $15 million or $18 million, well, now we know 20 is the floor because based on this deal – now we know a franchise tag, if that were to be the thing that we could hang over his right, head, right. that is going to be around $20 million. Yes, it is. So It's not cheap. So now this situation goes back to what we had when it was Bud Dupree. And we didn't want to pay him 10 plus, 15 plus per year, but the franchise tag would have guaranteed him 14. Right. So you know that's the starting point. So he takes the franchise tag, then ultimately goes and signs with Tennessee afterwards. So with Deontay... This could be a similar situation. If you're the Steelers, yeah, you're going to try to get him below that number. Yes, you're going to be saying, well, hey, man, you wish your impact in contrast or in comparison to those guys' impact. But at the same time, we know we have this guy we got to pay. We have this guy that just got paid. We have that guy. And for Deontay, of course, you don't want to hear that. But at the same time, that is a part of the team mentality. So you have to have that conversation with him. But at the same time with that, the Steelers – Yes, you could feel a little bit more added pressure, a little more added incentive to try to get this deal done this year. But to me, I still go back to what I've been or what we've both been kind of saying this whole time. Man, allow it to play out. Let him play this season. 
if he proves that he's worth 20 plus million per year, well then, hey, man, you cross that bridge a year from now. You franchise tag him, and then from there, you try to negotiate a long-term deal. If not, you make him prove that he can be that type of player again. Yeah. And then, okay, two years from now, if you finally have to pay him that type of money to a long-term deal, but he's earned it, he's proven now in two back-to-back seasons that this wasn't a one-off, that this is the new norm, well, hey, you don't bulk at that. Did we ever have an issue paying A.B.? We did not. Did we ever have an issue when we had to restructure and give A.B. more money? Nope. Did we? he was worth it. Did we ever say, man, A.B.'s the highest-paid receiver in the league? Man, what are we going to do? Nope. No, we never thought about that, right? We, we, we linked into that, in fact. We, we encourage yeah. that, in fact, yeah. right? So why would this be any different? If Deontay is that caliber receiver, if Deontay consistently consistently produces on that level, I don't think the Steelers or Steeler Nation bat an eye at him getting paid. But the issue is paying him that type of money, paying him like he's that type of player based on one year of having that breakout caliber performance. And now we're trying to figure out, was that an outlier? Is that the new norm? That that's that's not a question you right. want to find out no. to the tune of twenty million dollars per year. No, you do not. That's not that's not cool. I mean, in in theory, you can make a case that, you know, the Chooks situation in terms of them paying him like that, they felt more confident because they've seen two years now of consistent play from him. They've seen where he's at in his development. Whereas, like I said, with Deontay, even though last year was really really good, we're not going to bulk at that. It was really really good. It still was some some questions. It still has some some stuff on the table that left it, sure. to, you know, wanting more. Sure. And that can be said about, you know, his time here in theory. Just There's been some really good been, flashes. There's been some some amazing There's moments. There's been some, some, some head-scratching nice, moments yeah. as well, too. It's been some, some inconsistencies and some drastic swings. And to be fair to him, too, every single year he's been here, mm-hmm. It hasn't been the greatest quarterback situation. Yeah, but once again, if but he's you're, made he's made the best of that. But that also goes into if you're the Steelers, do you want to pay a guy twenty million where you don't know what this quarterback situation looks like? Right. If, if I mean, if we're going to introduce that or, part, yeah, if we're or gonna, you or maybe you look at it the other way, right? Yeah. And you say, all right, if it's you know maybe not right away this season, but eventually we're going to turn this thing over to Kenny Pickett, and he's going to be on his rookie deal for another three four years. Do we want to try and insulate him with as much talent on the offense as possible? Mm-hmm. And you know what? If we have to overpay Deontay a little bit to make that the case, let's do it. To, yeah, so you, you know, got to some protect, with to it, protect and, and help our, our young rookie quarterback or our young, you know, second year quarterback. It's a lot. That's a lot to, to dissect. It really is. The thing that I like is, you know, he has shown every year, you, you can see the uptick. Yes. Every single no, year. No, no, you right? see, it, it's definitely progressing. From 59 receptions to 88 to 107. You see that that three-year growth there from 680 yards to 920 yards to over 1,100 yards. You see that growth there, right? Five touchdowns to seven touchdowns to eight touchdowns. Those numbers are increasing every year, and that's good news. That that's You see that development there, but is it, you know, again, is that enough for you to put a ring on it, for you to, to commit? And, and, you know, too, Motsi, the other part of this equation – that is always an X factor is that that G word, right? Mm. That guaranteed mm-hmm. money. Because if you look at that pure number for Cooper Cup, you could probably think, oh, well, Cooper Cup could have gotten more than $80 million, right? Like, Cooper Cup could have right. gotten more than that, but $75 million of that is guaranteed. Guaranteed. So if, you know, if Cooper Cup, all right, I, I always hate putting things like this out into the ether, okay? But, you know, if Cooper Cup, you know, if something happens to his, his foot at minicamp, 
and he can never play football again. Guaranteed. He's getting 75 million of that 80 million still. Guaranteed. That's with a capital G. Absolutely. So, you know, there's there it's not just as simple as okay, what's the number for Deontay that we're going to pay him per right. year? How do the guarantees factor into that? What are the incentives? You know, where is that money low is, is it, are all the guarantees in the first year or two and then the Steelers could, you know, could cut them that type of thing. Like there's there's a lot that goes into this conversation, um, and I, I'd be interested to know what the people think on on this one as well too. Because I, I like I don't think there's any easy clear cut answer. You might think just pay him now, just get it out of the way. It's the way the wide receiver market is. It's not going to change. Um, he's been with the team for three years. He's gotten better every single year. You already don't have that much money commanded to the offensive side of the football. Don't let somebody else walk. Some of you might be thinking, hey, let's we play. We got George Pickens, man. We got right, Chase. Right. We got There's Some of you might be thinking, you know, yeah. you know, forget it. Like, let him play this last year and let him walk. And then there might be some people who are in between who are like, let's let this year play out and then go from there. But, you know, as we know, Motsi, too, that's always a dangerous game because – all right, let me pull up those numbers again. So last year, right, 107 receptions, uh, over 1,100 yards, and eight touchdowns for Deontay Johnson. Let's say this year he goes for 115 receptions. 1,300 yards and 10 touchdowns. Well, then all of a sudden, I mean, you're going you're gonna to be in a bidding war type situation for mm-hmm. this guy, you know, come, come March of next year whenever free agency opens. March, right? I think it's March. Yeah, March, yeah. 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 I don't like this situation, man. I don't either. I don't like it at all. I, I don't either. Because, again, <laughs> I, don't I like feel it. Like, like when we were having this same conversation about T.J. Watt last year, we were all on the same page for the most part. Pay that man. Pay that man his money. Yeah, it's because one was very much proven. One, one we, <laughs> right, it, it was right. no guesswork. It was no but uncertainty. There's some, there's some guesswork with this. I, I'm like, am I going to get stuck holding the bag at the end of the day with this situation? Like, like I'm fearful of that. With TJ, that was not my concern. Not a concern. TJ was like, hey, man, just make sure he's the highest paid. All right? Make I, a Fitzpatrick, I, I don't have that concern. Yeah, I'm not worried about that. Deontay Antonio was, Brown, I didn't have that concern. But with Deontay, I was like, ah, I don't, I don't know. I just... Just, when they were paying Pouncey into Castro, I didn't have that concern. Yeah, man. So I do it. <laughs> it's, it's tough. It's tough. I'm not a fan of it. I, I'm not a fan of this. You know, because in theory, right, you would like to see, okay, what kind of year does Chase Claypool have? Yes. What kind of year does Pickens have? Right, Are we confident in those two going forward? In the timing of everything. Yeah. yeah. Timing is everything. I've been told that. You've been told that before? Timing is everything. Because uh, I'm thinking to myself, like, yo, okay, you pay Deontay now. But then say Pickens by midseason, you're just like, yo, this yo. is the guy. He's having one of them Justin Jefferson type, one of them Jamar Chase type, one of those. DK Metcalf DK type. DK Metcalf type. Yep. One, one of those where he's just like, yo, it looks, you know you hit on one. You know you hit on one. Maybe maybe Chase Claypool, too, returns Come to on, a, lot of that, a lot of that promise that we all thought he had his, his rookie season. Now, now I'm sitting here like, man, did I really need to give him the 20? Mm-hmm. That's and and that's okay, I just where drafted another one. That's where you can. That's yeah. where you can get yourself into a little bit of trouble. And that's that's the that's really the concern, and, and that's the conversation, of course, that they're having down here uh, on the south side at the Steelers' confines. So I want to know from you guys. All right, our tweeters, our listeners, you got three options. Okay, option one is you pay Deontay right now. You try and get that done up front. The salary cap will go up in a few years. The wide receiver number will go up in a few years. You want to get you. You don't want to continue to kick that can down the road or potentially lose that can. <laughs> so you pay him right now. That's option one. Option two is you're saying, ah, let's wait and see. 
yeah, I realize we might have to pay him a little bit more next year. Yeah, I realize we might have to get into a little bit of a bidding war if he ends up hitting free agency, but I'm willing to take that risk as we, you know, make him prove it one more year and see what happens with Claypool and Pickens and, and some of these other situations. That's option two. Or option three is you're saying, you know what? I like Deontay. He's a good player, but I just I don't believe in paying wide receivers that kind of money unless they're Cooper Cup or unless they're Antonio Brown. Um, and I'm I'm just gonna sit this one out. I'm gonna I'm gonna have him for one more year, and then I'm gonna thank him for his service, and I'm gonna put my faith in you know in the scouting department and in the Steelers replacing these guys like they've they've been able to do pretty successfully in the past. What say you? At Wesley Euler at the Body Fifty Two on Twitter, if you were newly appointed Steelers GM Omar Khan, the new guy, where would you be going in regards to this Deontay Johnson situation? Option one, pay him now. Option two, wait and see. Option three, you ain't going to pay him. You're going to thank him for his service and let him walk regardless of what happens this season. One hour in the books, two more hours to go. Arthur Motes, Wesley Euler, live at the Rooney Sports Complex. It's our ongoing mini-camp coverage. Final day here before summer vacation. Summer, summer, summer va- summertime. You, you remember, like, in, in school how – do you remember what time you used to get out of school? Uh, 2.30, yes. Okay, ours was 2.37. Mm. At Mars, okay? Okay. You know, like every school had that bell sound, right? Oh, that yeah. Grrr, oh, yeah. Whatever it may be. Right, right, right. One o'clock today, all right? I hate you, PD Craig. One, <laughs> one o'clock today, that bell's ringing, and we're out of here for a few weeks. Yeah. Summer vacation. I mean, Mozi and I will still be doing shows. But no, we won't. We y- out. Y- you, get, you get the concept, though. I ain't right? going to be here. I ain't going to be here. <laughs> so get involved with us today, last day at minicamp. Two more hours to go here before we turn things over to Dale Lolly and Matt Williamson. You're listening to the Steelers Blitz on SNR. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.